welcome back to Finishing Well. This is our podcast for Finishing Well Ministries. Our goal here is to explore ways seniors can lead lives well, and more importantly, finish their lives well. And also, if you happen to be 65 or, or younger, please know you are very welcome here in terms of living your life well and finishing your life well. My name is Randy Hess, and I'm pleased to be here again with my good friend, Al Habaker, the founder of Finishing Well Ministries. So we've had a variety of uh, dis- discussion topics, Hal, so far. And uh, how are you doing today with our discussion topic today? Uh, Randy, I love this topic for today. It's it's something that I, I probably wouldn't have imagined a, a while back, but came across this. And it just reminds me there are things out there to stimulate our thinking in the world in which we live. Uh, if I could set it up this way, uh, when I was in seminary, this goes back to the dark ages, as my kids, grandkids would <laughs> Ancient say. Ancient history, right? Yeah. I had a mentor, a physician, which kind of led into my whole world and working with physicians and dentists for yep. decades. He showed me Luke 16, 8, mm-hmm. where the topic is really money, but Jesus says this. The sons of this age are more shrewd in relationship to their own kind than the sons of light are. So, in other words, Jesus says you ought to learn from the world and how they do things because they take care of business well. Mm -hmm. So, if you're living for kingdom principles, you ought to learn and do that the way the world does it really well. Learn from them. Mm-hmm. So some months ago, I came across a lecture which talked about the kind of world we're living in uh, from a leadership standpoint. It was published in the Harvard Business Review in 2014. Uh, military people use this, but it's called the VUCA world, V-U-C-A. And you could look it up on uh, your search engine. But here's, here's what it means. V-U-C-A. V stands for volatility. I mean, I'm just thinking of the world last year and COVID and just the, com- the, 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 the world that changes so fast, whether it's the stock market or whatever, things can change on a dime. I mean, life can change on a dime. You can get a phone call and your world is very volatile. It changes. Uh, the U is uncertainty. Uh, you, you don't know. I mean, this. I think of Psalm 118, 24. This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. You don't know that tomorrow will be the same. We live in a very uncertain world, uh, whether it's politically, economically, even spiritually or whatever. Uh, the, the next one is uh, uh, complexity for C. V-U-C-A, volatility, uncertainty, complexity. You know, the world is so intertwined today. I mean, everything is complex. There are are no simple answers you might say. I mean, I I think of our political world and just the social issues of our day. They're they're very complex. And, of course, the fourth one is, is ambiguity. Uh, everything is ambiguous in, in a sense. There, there is a loss. I mean, I think one of the great things of our tragic, one of the tragic things of our culture today is that, that there's no certainty. I mean, everything is uncertain. Everything is volatile. 
It's ambiguous. There is no truth. There is no basis for truth anymore. But yet, now we, we as Christians find ourselves living in this kind of a VUCA world. Everything is volatile, uncertain, it's complex, and ambiguous. So how do we live? I mean, the challenge of leadership is in volatility. How do you know what doesn't change? In the world of uncertainty, how do you build your life on that which is certain? In the world of complexity, how do you be assured in your own mind and your heart that what you hold on to is really true? You know, how, how do you live for for Christ in a real world and age well in a world that's like this? Does this make any sense? Yes, unfortunately, it does. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it does uh, to me. Anyway. Well, let's take each one of these apart for, for a second, Randy. Um, yeah. In a world of volatility, where, where can we find that which is not volatile? And how can we plan for stability in our, in our lives? Mm. Everybody's searching for that. Or less volatility, I'll put it that way. Calm, peace. Don't we pray for people to find peace, Hal? We do. We, we, we certainly should. You know, our, our, our faith is rooted in a sense of peace and, and an anchor in a volatile world. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, th- I think back on COVID, we could use that experience the last year. I mean, everything was topsy-turvy last year. No, nobody, nobody could even agree on what was the science of COVID. You have different stories of what's going on. So in a volatile world, one of the things you want to rest in and be anchored into is the sense that I don't have any fear in living in this world. You know, things might be volatile, but I'm not afraid. I believe God's at work in my life and all the things that are happening out there. It is. And it's, we're talking how this messy, this challenge that you're talking about, that you put into this perspective from the Harvard Business Review article, uh, is talking to us, whether we're Christian or not, isn't it? You're exactly right. You know, for example, one of the things they suggest in the Harvard Business Review, I mean, and I'll refer to this in each one of these, we should develop an approach like this. Build in Slack and devote resources to preparedness. For instance, stockpile inventory or overbuy talent. These steps are typically expensive. Your investment should match the risk. I think about friendships. You know, if life is volatile, I want to have friends that are stable. I want to have friends that are going to stand by me. I want to have friendships that are going to persevere in being focused on Jesus. So while the world is very volatile and things change quickly, I don't want to have a heart like that. I want to have a heart that's steady. Think of Proverbs 24.10, if you're slack in the day of distress, your strength is limited. So steady your heart, steady your life, steady your relationships, steady the word of God, which never changes. Wow. The point you just made is part of what has been going through my head as I think about what you're, what you're showing us, Hal. To me, volatility, complexity, ambiguity combine. And they combine to make uncertainty for me, for you, and for everybody. Christian, 
or not. But as Christians, as Christians, we seek to steady all that. We seek to to uh, find to find calm and peace and direction in all of that, don't we? But it's hard, and the business world has its uh, potential helper type thought processes or ideas that may or may not work in our in, in our in our personal lives. But still, we as people are working, especially as Christians, we 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 seek ways to um, know that we are on the right path by seeking the help of the Lord and by seeking the help of fellow Christians to guide us and steady us, I think. And and so when you have so much complexity, volatility, ambiguity going on around you, even as a Christian, you can still feel, you can still feel that the world is upside down, that things are not uh, as I hoped they would be, or as I thought they would be, or as I would most like them to be. And uh, like in Isaiah, I think it's how you know this better than I did, 520, I think it is. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes of drinking wine and champions of mixing drinks and acquit the guilty for a bribe. I won't go on with that. I'm just saying there is in the Bible a description of a world that doesn't make sense, that's, that is upside down for us in our minds. And many of us as seniors, I'm just going to say seniors in particular, cope with that, try to deal with it, try to figure it out. Because we are not, in my view, from my view of the younger generation, we are not able to run at their speed. Mentally, we are not able to run at their speed physically. We are not able to keep up. And as we get older, we feel like we can't even cope because things are moving so fast, changing so fast. And that just throws us for a loss. And we can lose track of even finding our way to hope. Well said, Randy. Uh, let me wrap up this uncertainty thing a little bit. Uh, one of the approaches the Harvard Business Review would say is invest in information, collect, interpret, and share it. In other words, you're thinking about all the possibilities out there that are uncertain, and you're trying to clarify some direction in your life that you could take. You know, in finishing well, uh, as we engage people in the conversations of the aging process, you know, everybody has their own idea of what it is to age. But one of the things I love is when people come together and we sit in a room, 20, 30, 40, 50 people and talk or either around a table and talking about the aging issues, that there is some commonality that begins to emerge. And people yeah. realize that in all the uncertainty, there is an expectation that God is there with us and he will lead us through this. He's, he's the one who designed these aging years. So the certainty is that he's going to use them 
you use these aging years for his purposes in a great way. And it really helps give people a sense of hope. Yeah, that does. That does. Especially as you learn that other people see similar challenges to that, that come from complexity, that come from volatility, and that come from ambiguity. See similar challenges and make yeah. people, other people beside, it's not just myself that's feeling uncertain about things. It's other people. On complexity, let me just say a few words. Uh, life is very complex. I, I remember a statement from C.S. Lewis years ago. He says, I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity this side of complexity, but I would give everything in my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. In other words, you know, that life is complex. So let's think through it and work through it together and see how God is going to use us on the other side of complexity. So here again, I I think about the conversations we have with aging people. You know, life is very complex, even, I mean, for anybody. But as we age, we're all aging in different issues, different physical characteristics, different emotional, different family, different societal things. And our society tends to push us towards a certain direction. And you could say, well, I'm just overwhelmed. But as you think and pray about these things, we go through a little exercise where you put all these things up on a board, and then you ask, well, what is God teaching us out of this complexity? Well, what he's teaching us is how to follow him in the middle of all the choices, because he wants us to fix our eyes on him uh, and, and develop a thinking pattern on these things, which is what Finishing Well Ministries is all about. So in the midst of our complexities, we're developing a simple strategy of how to make sense out of life, grow old along with me. The best is yet to be. God has a purpose for this season in our life. Yeah, well, you just said it, but you said grow old along with me. And I think we should grow old along with someone, of course, with the Lord, but with someone else. Grow old along with me. The best is yet to be if we can sort it out uh, together, so to speak. And uh, that what's the story about the strands, Hal? You know? Strands uh, woven together are strong. Boy, that's so true. So, so I guess I'm saying that, yes, we need to try to keep uh, encouraging others and encourage, uh, our, encourage ourselves that, yes, life is getting... Harder for us to understand in many, many, many ways. Uh, but that doesn't mean we should just sit back and say, I'm tuning it all out. That's my, that's my answer to sim- simplifying my life, is to just tune everything out and live like a hermit. Uh, I think the answer is to get, keep, your, keep your eye on the Lord and get uh, more and more input. As, as I would suggest it, uh, from people who you feel uh, you, uh, first of all, are maybe similar in age 
or have age issues in their background that they can talk to you about, but also are Christians who have strong faith. And both those things can help you cope. Well, they can. Let's think together about the last one of those four. Uh, It's ambiguity or ambiguous. Uh, Listening to the Harvard Review, uh, they say characteristics of ambiguity are casual relationships are completely unclear or causal. Causal relationships are completely unclear. No precedent exists. You face unknown unknowns. You know, again, these four, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity, are all saying the same thing. There is a sense of meaninglessness out there. There there are no connections. Life changes so fast, and that's certainly one of the things that's characteristic of our world. So you think about those and you prepare for them. In in this idea of ambiguity, uh, you know, God has a plan in our life. It's not ambiguous. His plan is to make us more like his son, Jesus Christ. So as we encounter a lot of situations in life, whether they're uncertain or whether they're ambiguous or whatever, we know for a fact that God has a plan to bring all those variables into being like his son. It's one of the most stunning things about the Christian faith for me. That there, there, there is nothing that's ambiguous about God's world. There is nothing that's uh, so complex we can't understand it. There's nothing volatile about how he is. And there's certainly no uncertainty. He has a plan. He has a purpose. He has stepped into this world. He's redeemed it for himself. He's bound us to himself. And by faith, we can trust him and follow him at any stage of our life and any challenges that, as, that, that there may be. And his purpose is being worked out because of his spirit who has brought us together and connected us to each other. Amen to that. That's wonderful. So I think about this Harvard Business Review or this idea out there. You know, it's certainly valid to be prepared in a world of uncertainty. We ought to think ahead. And that's where I go back to Proverbs 24.10. If you're slack in the day of distress, your strength is limited. Uh, So our world today is no different than any time uh, in, in previous history. You have all these things that converge in each other. In the middle of them, you have Satan trying to throw chaos into every aspect of life. And the argument of our Christian faith is that we need to trust God, trust his leadership, give our lives to him as we age, whatever the challenges, and uh, move ahead and be confident in his purpose in our life. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what this article has done for me. When I heard this, I thought, you know, that's the way the world is. So how do we as Christians redefine the world from how they see it to the world as the scriptures see it? Um, You know, the Apostle Paul, or we talked about Naomi. I mean, the world is volatile. No, it's not. The world is uncertain. Well, no, it's not. The world is complex. Well, no, it's not. The world is ambiguous. Well, no, it's not. So how do we as Christians use the scripture to clarify God's purposes in our life? That's the joy of life, I want to say. Well, let me close with the words of Jeremiah. I think he said, thy words were found and I ate them and they became to me the joy and delight 
of my soul, for I am called by thy name, your name, O Lord God of hosts. So may we build our lives into the scriptures and the truths of them and the truths of who God is and learn and communicate in a world that that's topsy-turvy and be the people, be the men and our women in our aging years for our sons, our grandsons, our granddaughters, our daughters, and everybody around us to, to be light in a world of darkness. May God use us to that end. Thanks, Randy. It's a joy to be with you again. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a topic out there you'd love to hear us address, uh, we'd love to do it. Uh, send it to us at hal at finishingwellministries.org and listen to these podcasts at finishingwellministries.org forward slash podcast. And uh, may God bless us and keep us faithful to him. Take care.